Hello, and welcome to the Health in Europe podcast. I'm your host, Craig Bianchi. We've launched this podcast to bring you the latest on WHO's work in the European region. Our region is broad and diverse. From the mid-Atlantic and stretching as far as the Chinese border, we work with fascinating and driven individuals and groups. This podcast is about hearing their stories and how they might impact your day-to-day life. Influenza might sound relatively harmless. Often we hear about someone taking a day or two off work or struggling through despite having a touch of flu or feeling under the weather. But influenza can be dangerous. Hospitalising vulnerable people in extreme cases costing people their lives. It also places a huge burden on health systems each year. By understanding more about flu, the creation of flu vaccines and different approaches to tackling seasonal influenza, we can build a more effective flu response, benefiting people and health systems. What might a world without flu look like? At the time of making this podcast, there were exceptionally low levels of influenza in the European region, due to people changing their behaviour through physical distancing, hand hygiene and mask wearing. Can we achieve a flu-free world without compromising on freedom? This is Flutopia, a mini-series from WHO's Regional Office for Europe. In this, the first of three episodes, we'll ask Why do we need a flu vaccine? A hundred years ago, another deadly pandemic spread around the world, infecting and killing millions of people. Unlike the COVID-19 pandemic, this one had a high mortality among young people. Later in the 20th century, work began on a seasonal vaccine, seeking to protect people and health systems from flu. Today, seasonal flu still affects millions of people a year, but the flu vaccine does work to protect some of the most vulnerable. But how effective have vaccines been in protecting people from flu? So, as we discussed, I mean, flu vaccines are really one of the, one of the main interventions that we have to protect uh, people from the consequences of influenza infection. Dr. Richard Peverdy is a team leader in the Infectious Hazard Management Team at WHO's Regional Office for Europe. He explains a little more about the effectiveness of flu vaccines. Um, They are something which uh, are required each year for people who are in eligible groups for um, vaccination. Um, And that's because the vaccines are good. They provide protection for, it varies year on year, but somewhere in the region of 40 to perhaps 60% effectiveness. It it, it varies depending on the circulating strains. Um, But we know that that protection covers the season, but then by the next year, um, because the flu viruses uh, change and the protection from the the vaccine um, wanes, um, people need to update their their, their vaccination and and be revaccinated the following season. So, as flu changes over time, does this mean that it's one disease with many strains? That's 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 right. So, um, so influenza is a, a virus which has got a, a number of different. We call them um, types and subtypes. So, people refer to uh, influenza A and influenza B. Those are the the two main types of influenza that in, in infect humans. Um, influenza B often tends to affect more children. Um, and, and influenza A, um, the other age groups, children as well, but also often the elderly can, can cause quite nasty infections in older older groups. 
Um, but then also within those uh, um, groups, there are subgroups of, 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 of uh, influenza viruses. So we have what's called influenza A H1N1 and, and influenza A H3N2. Those are the two main um, influenza A subtypes. And similarly for influenza B, there are a, a different what we call lineages of, of those as well. And then even within those, there are different different strains which change each year. And 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 that and that means consequently that uh, we need to monitor very closely the strains that are circulating with strong surveillance systems each each year, um, and use that information to then update the vaccines um, on an annual basis to make sure that the vaccines protect the best they possibly can against the, the main circulating strains. Richard talked a little about the strains changing and the need for surveillance systems. This means scientists around the world monitoring how flu adapts and changes. When new mutations are recorded, then it's possible to share information and adapt vaccines accordingly. But with strains changing regularly, why is it that different strains of flu affect different people? Um, again, this, this is uh, one of the features of, uh, of, of flu. Um, and that um, obviously uh, flu viruses are circulating the whole time. Different groups will be infected and will um, derive immunity from, from, from those infections. Um, and, and that will then, uh, uh, as flu viruses then change and recirculate, um, how those viruses interplay with the human population will, will vary depending on the strain or the, the type of virus that's, um, that's in circulation. So some groups may be affected more than more than others. Um, and that's, as I say, a particular feature, for example, with influenza A, H3N2, which particularly generally causes more severe disease amongst older groups, whereas influenza B generally um, causes more of a problem with, with younger children. So given that we know a little about why the flu vaccine is important and how it works, why is it important for wider health systems that people get the flu vaccine? I asked Dr. Siddhartha Datta from WHO Europe's immunisation team. I think uh, let me answer this entire thing into two different parts, uh, Greg. So the first part is that we understand at this point of time as countries are mounting their response on COVID-19 pandemic, the health system is sort of stretched out given that they have will have to respond to the health system needs for people who are getting sick or are getting admitted for the in the hospital for one reason or the other uh, the, the the existing workforce that we have are diverted to take care of that covid-19 pandemic response which is important while on the other hand if the other part of that answer is that people need to ensure that they do get their annual influenza vaccination uh, shots they we all know about the uh, the the you know the advantage of getting this flu vaccination shots those are linked to reducing the complications uh, from uh, from influenza when people suffer uh, in, in case the flu, uh, flu virus affects the people. So now let us put these two things together. If we have a health system at this point of time, which is stretched, and also people not getting the flu vaccine and developing complications or any disease related to it, 
then the thing the, the health system which which is already overstretched now need to take care of people who are suffering from the complications of the flu vac uh, flu virus so we really want uh, people need to get their flu shots so that they can be saved from the uh, complications or from the from any any deaths related to in, uh, complications of the of the flu virus so it's extremely critical that at this point of time when the health system is stretched it doesn't get any further stretched and not being able to take care of the people who are suffering from flu or from other routine health services so we've established the importance of a vaccine for the health of individuals, protecting them from flu, while also highlighting the benefits for health systems, ensuring they don't face an extra burden. But the last year has taught us certain behaviours we can follow, better protect ourselves and others from flu. I think the immediately thing that comes to my mind is the uh, non-pharmaceutical public health measures related to cough etiquette, ensuring hand washing, uh, you know, um, making sure that we, um, if we are using a tissue to, to you know, sniff or other things that need to be disposed of carefully, this will have a big, uh, you know, implication also in the in the flu reduction, owing to the fact that flu is also a virus, and any measures, any of these measures, will have extreme benefit uh, in in reducing the flu burden in in the community. Just to also highlight that this should not be only be seen as uh, as these behaviors should not only be seen as linked to COVID-19 virus or a flu virus, owing to the fact that these are the behaviors should be imbibed by the community in a normal setting. And I think this will have a big impact, not only for the virus, but also to reduce other um, health-related risk uh, that, that the community would face. Here's what else has been going on in the WHO European region. Earlier this week, we marked International Childhood Cancer Day. Aaron Anderson was recently announced as WHO Europe's Ambassador on Cancer. Aaron's story is remarkable. Recovering from cancer at an early age, he now inspires young people with his story and achievements. Find out more about Aaron on the WHO Europe website and our social media channels. WHO Europe and the European Commission have joined forces to ensure deployment of COVID-19 vaccines and vaccination in six European countries, their largest collaboration in the European region to date. And finally, a new report from WHO Europe has found that although tobacco use among women is decreasing overall, the rate is going down at a much slower pace than in men and in some countries is actually increasing. You can find out more about this on the WHO Europe website, that's euro.who.int. This episode is the first in a three-part series, Flutopia. Now we understand why a flu vaccine is important, in the next episode we'll ask how the flu vaccine is made. Thanks to Dr Richard Pebody and Dr Siddhartha Datta for taking part in the episode. This episode was presented by me, Greg Bianchi. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share with your networks and give us a rating on any of the podcast platforms where we're available. Thanks for listening, and until next time, stay safe and stay healthy.